ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for What Do You Call It Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It Podcast. It's a lovely day today, and your host is back, GB, and the guest that I have today, uh, well, she is apparently the unofficial, official fourth Kardashian sister. She is Miss Reality, Maddie Rinkowski. How are you today? I am good. Uh, I'm very good. Waking up, you know? <laughs> I'm glad to hear. Um, have you been finding yourself during these times in terms, well, it actually appears that you've actually still been wrestling? So I just want to know what's it been like for you to be wrestling during these times? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, as awful as this pandemic has been, mm -hmm. uh, I think it definitely has given me opportunities that I would not have gotten this fast in my career, such as uh, AEW. Um, so it has been incredible, amazing. Um, Texas is actually um, our lovely governor. Uh, has decided that I guess the pandemic is over in Texas somehow, magically. Um, and he actually opened up all businesses and was like, hey guys, you don't actually have to wear a mask if you don't want to. So um, that's been a very interesting battle here. Uh, but for the most part, more wrestling promotions are opening up around. So bookings mm. are picking up and it's not just AEW, which was fine as well. Yeah. But uh, it's been nice. It's been amazing. Like it's almost like a, a silver linings type thing. Like as bad as this pandemic was, like I feel like it also helped my wrestling career. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good that you can hear something positive during times like this and to hear that from you. Um, it, it's very good to hear that. I just want to know, rewinding the clocks a little bit, just before you became a wrestler, what made you a fan uh -huh. of wrestling? Um, yeah, so I actually got into wrestling because of my brother. Um, so my dad was like a huge sports guy, like every Sunday was watching football. Mm -hmm. uh, and that just wasn't my brother's thing. And my dad has this annoying habit of flipping through channels, like when one's on a commercial. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and so I guess while he was flipping, uh, my brother saw China on the screen and he was like, whoa, what the heck? Uh, so he so like, because I had to ask him because I everyone always asks us. And I'm like, oh, my brother. But I never actually knew how he got into it. Yeah. So he saw China and he was like, oh, my gosh. And of course, my dad kept flipping um, <laughs> as he does. And so my brother said that he ran upstairs and he started going through the channels to try and find it. Because like at that time, what is like basic cable? Um, and so he finally found it and it turned out to be WWE. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would just, I was my brother's brother. Um, so I would always watch it with him because whatever he did, I did. Did he um, um, always and, put the moves on you as well then? Were you like his sort of test Yes, <laughs> yes 100%. So one of our favorite teams was uh, Team Extreme and Lita. Mm -hmm. So uh, there were definitely a couple swantons being done. Um, but I... He also liked to do the choke slam, but his favorite by far uh, was always Jazz's bitch clamp. And I actually, like maybe in December, actually posted a video of us doing it 
uh, like now, like in today's day and age. Yeah. And it's just weird. It's weird because like I'm taller now. He's also like the height that bigger than he was. And I'm letting this dude manhandle me. But it was fun. Jazz seemed to like it. So that's quite crazy that you've just mentioned that because I, I think um, I'm going to sort of ask and get to that as well. When you did make your debut, it was against jazz but before we do yes. discuss that just quickly does your brother still watch it or did he get into it himself or is he just you know just it's in the yeah no now. he still watches it uh nice. wwe is recorded on our dvr so is aew um and now that i'm on dark uh and dark elevation he's watching that as well and mm. like i'll just be like because they don't always watch it when it premieres. Yeah. Uh, and so just later in the thing, like, he'll, like, message me, like, comments about it or whatnot. And he and my family have actually be a be been a big proponent uh, in my career. They've been a mm. great support system, always going to shows. Like, everyone's like, oh, my God, is that your family? I'm like, yes, yes, it <laughs> is. <laughs> and uh, he is also one of the main proponents as far as my and my merchandise he's the one who designed like the literally like logo uh with that, that me there cool. and whatnot so he he has definitely had a big hand in it so i guess i have to like include him in uh, in these things <laughs> that's pretty cool i like that it's still got that support because i know like a lot of people when they do get into wrestling they're like oh don't do it why are you watching this and, and i like that yeah you supported you that's that's awesome yeah because um, we actually hmm. watched uh, the beth phoenix icon episode the other day that was and great. her mom was like not supportive until she got the Divas champion. And mm. I was like, <laughs> I always liked her. Yeah, I told her to do it since day one. So. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she was meant to do it. But like all before, she was like, I don't see why mm -mm, she's doing mm -mm. it. And that, <laughs> that seems to be like a consensus, though, people yeah. who aren't in, who don't really know about wrestling. But <laughs> it was just funny to see that switch. She's like, yeah, she was meant for this. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> No, I thought that was really cool. Was uh, Beth one of your favourites as well growing up, by the way? Or was it just China in the attitude era and just sort of who was on at the time? Yeah, so um, I kind of fell off a little bit in the middle because <laughs> as a, like, preteen and whatnot, you're, like, too cool for wrestling and whatever. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I lost a lot of friends because of that. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was definitely Lita was my big uh, proponent. Uh, jazz was terrifying. So mm -hmm. she was always like, uh, like whenever the video game started to allow you to play, I was always Lita. And mm -hmm. I remember like whenever we were like, okay, like my brother's like, I'm going to give her a run for her money. He'd always choose jazz because like she's scary. She's she very was. intimidating. And she still is sometimes. <laughs> 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 yeah. Like uh, someone just shared this photo and I'm going to have to put it on my Twitter uh, like two years ago, uh, we actually did a seminar and it was my first time meeting Jazz ever. Mm -hmm. And in the photo, like you see Jazz and then like a good like three feet away, I'm like sitting over on the other side because she's scary. <laughs> Are you like, it's, like can you tell that you're awkward in it as well? Or are you just like... <laughs> no, you can tell. There's, there's, a, there's a space. And so I even like commented on the, I was like, see, Jess, I told you I was scared of you. She's like, whatever. That's wicked. Before we do talk about the debut against Jazz, um, I just want to know what actually made you want to become a wrestler full time. And how did you discover Thunder Rose's promotion, uh, Mission Pro, the Wrestling Academy? Yes. So um, kind of like, 
in this weird way, you know how like when you watch the Olympics and you're like, I could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I always wanted to do like a sport because I didn't ever actually want to have to like work for a living, if that makes sense. Um, and so like, I was like, okay, not, can't do gymnastics. Like <laughs> I was going down the list and like none of them fit. Um, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to do like rowing. Like I could probably get into that at like this age and I was still young, but I was like, I could probably get into that. Um, and then like, obviously my rowing career never took off because I'd never stepped foot in one of those boats or, um, I also can't swim. So that also seemed <laughs> like a bad idea. <laughs> it might um and so I was just going through college and uh, it was always like an ongoing joke whenever finals or midterms would come around I was like okay I'm going to quit I'm become a professional wrestler like I don't need this Mm. and my mom was like no you better get your degree before you ruin your life and I was like bet um so I got my degree I ended up trying to use my degree uh and I was actually supposed to fly out to Hawaii but two weeks before uh, I was supposed to go there, a volcano erupted. And mm. I was like, this is fate. Like, my moment has come. <laughs> so instead of, like, getting relocated, I was just like, mm, it's fine. I, I, I'll do something else. So I went, I used the good old Google, and I found out that Booker T uh, in Houston actually had a fantasy camp. So I went to that to try it out to see if I would like it. Um, And it was great. It was great. Booker T is way bigger than I ever imagined. Mm. He is so tall. So the TV Uh, doesn't do him any justice then at all? No, it was terrifying. (laughs) I was not expecting that. Um, So the fantasy camp was him and uh, Disco Inferno. And uh, actually there I met Gino Medina, uh, which he is signed at MLW now. And he is actually the one who, after the fantasy camp, invited me out to a show in San Antonio to mm. meet the instructor at Hybrid School of Wrestling, uh, which is actually where I made my start. So I met Chris Marvel. Um, and Chris Marvel, actually, uh, Thunder Rosa was just moving to the States around that time and moving to Texas. And so he kind of, like, opened the doors to his school for her. And that's kind of how I got to know her. Like, that's where I first made that introduction to Thunder Rose. It was when I first joined the school. So I wasn't even in the ring yet, uh, but she was around. And so, like, she was on my radar. Um, yeah. And then once they opened that first Mission Pro Genesis, uh, which was my first match against Jazz, yeah. um, they had actually, like, was like, hey, like, would, is she ready? And my coach Marvel was like, yeah, she's ready. And so that's actually how that first introduction happened. Um, Then a couple months or so, a year after, I would say, whenever Mission Pro changed to an all-female promotion, I saw that and I was like, okay, this isn't guaranteed. Um, Like, I might not just be, like, invited back. So I shot them an email once I saw that because I knew I had to be on there. Like, I knew that that thunder rosa having the like platform that she does yeah i knew that this was going to be an opportunity to reach a wider audience so as soon as i saw them post like hey we're doing an all-female promotion i was like hey what's up (laughs) still (laughs) here (laughs) still alive (laughs) and so i honestly think that thunder rosa's promotion 
and uh, Robin Reed, who was actually the one who was the booker at that time. Um, I think they, and I owe them a lot because I feel like they really kickstarted my career, uh, putting me up against Red Velvet, which is not a match that I ever imagined for myself. I feel like that match was the one that eyes actually like started being on me. Not only because it was a big platform, but it made me step up to the plate. It wasn't, she was not like anyone that I had ever wrestled before. And I think it's shown. And I think that kind of like, like bumped up my game a little bit more. So I'll forever be thankful to them and for Thunder and being at her school now. It's so incredibly fun. Uh, And you learn a lot. And like just the other day, we did like this drill. And at first I was like, I was a little angry about it. I was like, what the heck are we doing? So they had a bag, right? And they had animals in the bag. And we drew names, we drew animals, and we had to have a match as that animal. Um, And I was slightly salty because my animal was a pig. Um, (laughs) And I was like, but it challenges you to like, be creative and like. It does sound kind of fun. If I'm going to be honest, but yeah. I'm a fan though. From a fan's perspective, it does sound fun. I hope not because my <laughs> second match, uh, I was a chicken and I may or may not have laid an egg. So, I mean, I was committed. I was committed to the, I was the chicken. <laughs> it was the best egg that they've ever seen in wrestling. Yes, it may have gotten stepped on or something, but like, I'm sure it's, it's still. <laughs> just, don't, just, show, just don't show no someone like Jim Cornette. He will. <laughs> there is footage of that like you'll never hear the end of yes, it yes but he doesn't know but he doesn't know won't hurt him <laughs> might have to tag me this one now nah, i'll get blocked for that <laughs> and that's why i just think about like the egg in the ring now um throwing me off a little bit that one <laughs> didn't expect that answer but no that's cool it's cool like it's you know it's giving you sort of that imagination creativity it's not just about the drills and the bounce but it's also about the character which is quite important yeah well it gives you like uh and what I kind of took out of it was it helps you get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Like we do so many different things. We train so many different styles there. Like she introduced like uh, the warmups they do in Japan. And that was hard. Like mm. I was, it was on another level. Uh, but then with this one, it was like getting out of your comfort zone. Cause like, yeah, I am who I am. And I wrestle the way that I do, but never once have I gotten in front of an audience to purposely make a fool of myself as a chicken. Um, So it kind of like almost rids you of that fear because sometimes like when you're at a wrestling promotion and they're like, put a mic in front of your face and they're like, cut a promo. And you're like, (laughs) 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 like you're not, like you're gonna, obviously you've seen the many videos of the botches. Like you're gonna make a fool of Mm. yourself sometimes, but. I feel like it's kind of a, a good thing to appear in botch mania now these days sometimes <laughs> i mean depending on how bad it is but <laughs> yeah sometimes it's a little hurtful to your pride but it's fine you get over it <laughs> i think it makes you a bit more thick skin though but um but uh, that, that's 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 really awesome that is so i want to talk about the debut match that it was your yeah. first independent match and it was against jazz i mean and there was only like it was less than two years ago sorry i'm forgetting that sorry like i it was yeah. literally 2019 october i mean you know no, normally when i have guests on here they've been wrestling for at least five ten years and you've been wrestling for less than two years and you're yeah. in tv and we will talk about that as well but what was it like for you 
to wrestle someone that you know you looked up to growing up and yeah um, were you nervous what was she like to work with you know just can you tell me all about it please yeah no it was terrifying I was definitely terrified <laughs> um because it was like my first independent match mm. and like it's one thing to like practice and go to training and whatnot but it's a totally another playing field when there are people surrounding the rings they don't know you they don't care about your feelings they're gonna mm. say whatever they want um, so I was terrified and I remember just standing behind the curtain right before I'm about to go out and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. And the ref is over here like trying to calm me down and he's like, just breathe, just breathe. I was like, I can't because now that you're telling me to breathe, like I just forgot how to breathe. Uh, <laughs> and then of course, like leading up to that match, Jazz would always tell me because at that time she was one of my trainers at hybrid and she would always be like, just remember Maddie. I taught you some of what I know, not all of what I know. And I was like, thanks. Right before the match <laughs> <Thanks>. as well. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, cool, 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 cool. And then, of course, like, I did tape study. And so I was watching not only her WWE matches on YouTube, but some of her independent stuff just to get an mm. idea of what to expect. And uh, the one thing that kind of kept getting me is, like, literally before every match, the whole crowd starts chanting, jazz is gonna kill you. And I was like, yo, if they do that to me, like, <laughs> You're not wrong. I might either, I might either cry or I might agree with them and join in. <laughs> and so sure enough, I walk out there, she comes out in her like stealthy, scary mm. entrance. And of course they start chanting that. And I'm just, all I can do is smile. I expected it. And at this point, I anticipated it, and I welcomed it. I welcomed death at that point. I was like, I got student loans. Like, this will be a nice first match. Like, we can just end it here. It's fine. <laughs> mm. But you got through the match, and the match, I liked the match. It was fun, you know? And I think, yeah, yeah. I think you can tell, okay, you know, early on, you know, still quite green, but you can tell that you didn't look out of place, yeah. if that makes sense. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. And that you felt quite comfortable in the ring. And, you know, you couldn't have asked for a better opponent than Jazz. What was the feedback like uh, from your colleagues and your friends or basically everyone around you that watched that match? Yeah, so it was uh, not only, like, my first independent match. It was, like, my family's first independent wrestling match. Mm. And I had a bunch of my family come out uh, just to support. And they were all, like, amazed and shook by everyone like um my uncle uh could not stop talking about one of the wrestlers baby b uh he was just so enamored by her like <laughs> charisma and then jazz was just so intense and like afterwards my mom's like are you okay like are you okay but like are you okay and i was like yeah i think so we'll see <laughs> but it was just uh very overwhelming uh i would say afterwards um feedback as well like uh, my coach coach marvel was there uh and he was like good stuff like sometimes mm. you gotta survive yeah <laughs> and that's what i did you survived but, and you're still here yeah that's i survived <laughs> and um so yeah it was definitely a lot of like coach support family support um because at that time i was very new in the business um I didn't really know too many girls in the business. So I didn't want to say like, oh, I don't have friends. Like I didn't have friends. Yeah. <laughs> I was there. I knew what I was there for. Like 
they didn't know me. They didn't know what I was capable of. For all they knew, like I was just, gonna just another girl know, sort of thing. But yeah, so jokes on that. <laughs> <laughs> got the last laugh. So you got me doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> so I can be sassy as well. So <laughs> yes, you can. That's what that's what that's what I'm here for. I open the door for sassiness. Unless it's against me, then I'll give it right back to you, especially on Twitter. Don't worry, I I haven't got the balls to do that. Don't worry. <laughs> Good. <laughs> just want to know then um as you you've done your debut it went well you know your family's they've invested in it checking on you seeing if you're okay which is good um i just want to know what's what other matches sort of early on in your career um who have been some of your favorite opponents and where have been some of your favorite locations to wrestle in um yeah so i mean independent wise Mm -hmm. i don't know if i have like a favorite location um per se um and as far as like independence I don't know if I have a favorite opponent because like my goal is to just like murder these girls mm. um <laughs> I forget sometimes that it is you're all competing with each other not just females but male as well you're all you know you are it's yeah. a business at the end of the day as well yeah um I would have to say like some of my favorite one of my favorite matches uh was at Mission Pro um and uh it was probably la rosa negra she's a mission pro champion right now mm-hmm. uh, she is she's been in this business for a while um but she's probably one of the opponents that i walked away from and i did lose the match but i walked away from with a respect for her and so um I don't know. It was kind of like, it was weird. It was a different experience than one that I've experienced before. Like, obviously, um, there's Jasmine Allure, who, like, not a big fan of her. Um, (laughs) And, like, I make that known. Um, (laughs) And it's like, I'll wrestle her, and, like, it almost always feels like unfinished business with her. But with La Rosa, like, it was a championship match. She gave me a uh, fair shot because the first shot I had um my good old friend Jasmine Allure came in and decided to interfere um and hit me with my own belt um so she's just like on a whole nother level but La Rosa gave me the opportunity to have a fair title shot um and again though I did not win like I walked away with a whole new respect for her like she is a fighter through and through like everything that she's been through with wrestling wrestling politics is what they call it and everything she does in the ring she is just incredible so i think maybe she's my favorite opponent thus far sweet uh jasmine yeah. watch out i'm looking forward to uh, you two getting to me well, again actually <laughs> actually the card just dropped um i will be wrestling her tonight on aew dart thank nice. you to the aew gods for putting me up against her <laughs> Looking forward to that. I'll be on. I can watch that live. I think it's at the time zone, but even I can watch that. Nice. <laughs> I normally have to watch AEW in the morning, like during, like yeah, not during work. And Quinn hopefully not from work watches this. Um, now that you mentioned AEW, um, I want to know how did you end up there? Because the first time I saw you was against um, Layla yes. Hirsch on AEW Dark. Yes. So I just want to know, sort of, how did you get the role? Because you actually made it onto the intro this week, didn't you? On um, AW Dark Elevation. Whoop, whoop. Yes, I did. <laughs> I know. I got a text message about it. And I was like, what are you talking about? 
And they're like, go look at the intro. Uh, and I was at training and I was like, hold on, guys. <laughs> and so I, went, <laughs> I went and I watched it and I had to just like fangirl for myself. Like, it doesn't seem real. It's very surreal. Mm. Like, never in my life would I have imagined that I would be on an intro for a major company? Granted, mm -hmm. it's not like Dynamite, but it's Elevation and it's still AEW. Like, I think yeah. just last night's episode has only got like just a quarter of a million views already. Like that's Yeah, mental. oh, when it was only like four hours after it was posted, it already had 93,000. And I was like, my face. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, you must have marked out for yourself. And I think that's... that's I did, I did. And I screen recorded it. And I sent it to my family and people are like sharing it on Twitter. I'm like, like retweet, like retweet, like, like, like retweet. Like. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, and it's not even it really a physical thing. It's just like, okay, I've got here and I've already, you know, got myself in this position. So you enjoy the moment. That's the thing. Um, but yeah. to talk more about the AEW, what was the um, AEW debut like for you? And, uh, oh yeah, sorry. Cause I had mentioned the, yeah, how the I intro got and I got, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you got me sidetracked. Um, no. So, Thunder Rosa, again, one of my trainers, she was definitely a big proponent in putting my name out there. And so a lot of little jealous people uh, around this area would love to talk and say like, oh, you're only there because of Thunder Rosa. Mm. And I am here to say, thank you, Thunder Rosa, because you did, you did, you got me to that door. Yeah. You got me to the AEW door and they saw me. They saw my stuff. So, yes, Thunder Rosa did get me there. She helped give me this opportunity. But that's what anything is about, is about aligning yourself with people who are going mm. to make you better. And so I made the smart decision to train with Thunder Rosa. Like, that was on me. So there's my it's one. It's not like she'd put my a neck two. out of the line. If you was, same example, if you was really bad or anything like that, or, you know, if you've just got the job because you were a friend and then they saw you one time, like, they wouldn't put you on TV or even on exactly. AW Dark or anything. And that's you... the thing. Like, she doesn't stand above the ring. She doesn't have, like, a little puppet strings and she doesn't yeah. wrestle for me. So, like, maybe you can say the first time it was because of Thunder Rosa. And that's fine. I'll accept that. Yeah. But what about the second and the third? And the fourth, and the fifth, and the yeah. sixth. Who is and that? The many, many, <laughs> many, many more times that we that? will be seeing you. Yes, exactly. So it's a, it's very nice to humble them because I love, love seeing all these people like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't hear over all of your losses on AEW Dart, and it kind of lit a fire under me. Mm. And uh, my first win was against Leva, and like some people say, I cheated. I say I just thought smart uh she left a book on the ring so like it's really her fault uh and i got the win and i don't hear anyone talking anymore about mm -hmm. all my loss i was like come again yeah. it's in the record books now you, that <laughs> w is yours and yes, it doesn't it matter is. how you got the w it's that about no, it the does. letter that is it a win is a win <laughs> exactly until they decide to take it away from me but a win is a win <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut this bit out, so just in case. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, no, it was great. And it was terrifying as well. Just going in there and seeing all of these superstars mm. and these people who have done it way longer than I have. Uh, so it's very humbling of an experience because coming from like the Texas independent scene uh, to AEW is like a totally different world. So it was terrifying. <laughs> but was I'm glad like I'm there. your first year, wasn't it? 
as a, uh, was it just over a year that you got to was it in December 2020 you got there yes yeah 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 uh, you but literally the just whole one year in the business of, I would say like half-ish half-ish because like the pandemic took out like a good six months of wrestling if not more even more reason to break there <laughs> exactly that's why I had to add that little that little piece of information in gotta put myself over that's that's wicked so what is the backstage atmosphere like um i know you just you just mentioned about you've seen all these people that have been doing it for years and you know just yeah you must have been a bit of uh sort of in shock or sort of did you find yourself marking out a little bit when you saw someone like jericho there you know jim ross there and uh yeah matt hardy (laughs) like hello uh it was it's surreal it's surreal to see them because the atmosphere that Tony Khan and the rest of the execs at AEW have created is a very open one. They have allowed someone like me to go in and to feel comfortable being there, to feel like we belong. And they encourage, in fact, like you not being like timid, scared, don't talk to anyone, like be, be afraid they like discourage that and they encourage you to talk to people at least Mm. say hello and like there I have had Dustin like give me advice and talk to me and uh Eddie Kingston and Eddie Kingston was my first wrestling seminar ever Ah, ever and so like I was like hey um, I don't know if you remember, but <laughs> I just want to let you know that you were my first ever wrestling seminar. And from that, I took away, because his his main takeaway was being real. Like, if you want people to believe in you, you need to believe in what you're saying. You need to be real. And whether it's a good thing or a bad thing that you're being real about, like, that's all you can do. Yeah. And hence, Miss Reality was born. And I told him that. And I was like, you are a big proponent in that. And he was like, wow, like, thank you. And if you ever need anything, like, let me know, like, advice, whatever. And every single time that I've seen him there since, he's just been so kind and so forthcoming with advice, pep talks, whatever it may be. Uh, So it's been amazing. (laughs) It's an amazing atmosphere back Mm. there. They really held to their promise about, or their, I guess, mission statement about being different. Yeah. They really have. Nah, it's good to hear because it just you do get those sort of like it's like one big family um as a, yeah. and you get, do get good vibes and everyone talks about tiny Khan being a good boss and just to, you know yes. the general locker room it's, it's good to hear that um yeah i want to know because you're talking about jasmine Allure, but another person that i want to talk about um that you may need to get revenge on uh you was given a curb stop by Britt baker and then to make things even worse <laughs> they drew thunder roses design on you at reba as well I'd like yeah. to know, while they were laughing in your face, can we expect to see you get revenge on them? Um, I mean, who really knows what the future holds? I mean, they took out their vendetta against Thunder Rosa on me just because I am one of her mentee- mentees. She's my mentor, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like Thunder Rosa put her in her place pretty hard. Um <laughs> at uh that on dynamite so we'll see if she comes back for us a little bit later we'll just see we just have to see <laughs> i'll keep my eye out but no that match was awesome oh 
That match yeah. was oh, that was insane. That match they had. So I'll be looking forward to that. Uh, how's your cat doing? Uh, the reason I have to ask is because I'm a cat person. Uh, I prefer cats yeah. and dogs. So uh, how old is she? She is, I believe, two. She'll be three in August. Yeah. I just had to ask. Oh, sorry, it's just I saw it. It's like no, oh. you're good. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was actually um, I'm a dog person. Really? Uh, but this, this oh. little orange cat wandered into the wrestling gym and our coaches were like, oh, it's going to pee on everything. And they mm. like kicked it out, and, like shut the doors. Um, and we got out at like midnight that night and this little cat was still outside. And I was like, I'm going to see if it has a microchip. So I took it and uh, I, like where I worked, the place across the street could like mm -hmm. scan for microchips and she didn't have one. And I was like, what did I just do? And so I was like, oh, hey, animal shelters, I found this cat. And they're like, it's $75 to surrender your animal. I was like, first off, it's not mine. And then I called another animal control place and they're like, cats can be outside. And I was like, first off, this is someone's cat. It had a collar. It had a collar on it. And so I was like posting on Facebook, posting little ads in the newspaper. Yeah. And no one ever claimed their cat. And so I was like, well, shoot. Uh, so I bought her like all of the stuff she needs and, uh, she grew on me and she grew wow. on my family. We had like never really had cats. We were always, always mm. big dogs, always big dogs. And she right now is at my parents' house, uh, when I go out of town and she has like, she is the, like the head dog. Like she tells Runs. them what to do. <laughs> yeah. Like she runs it. And... <laughs> One of them gets out of line. We call him Skibbity Paps, like Tony Baker's comedy thing. Mm. When he does the voiceover, when the cats hit the hit the animals or the people, they call him Skibbity Paps. So she'd be doing that all the time, keeping them in line. Oh, so, <laughs> so I, just, I think I'm, she I'm, likes it there. <laughs> I'm such a, I like just such a softy for like cats. This is like, a lot of my time I spend like when I wake up first thing. You know, it's not making breakfast; it's watching cat videos on Instagram. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, she's definitely a sight to see because, like, right <laughs> now, uh, the three dogs that are at our house, it's a, a pit bull, um, some type of mastiff, and then a German shepherd. So it's all 60 pounds to, like, 100-pound dogs, and this little eight-pound cat is just smacking the crap out of them, just, like, <laughs> keeping them in line, like, don't sniff me, mm -mm. don't touch my food. <laughs> Like, she has them in line. It's amazing how much, like, they love her and now she loves them. And I, uh, we'd never had a cat and a dog at the same time. So it was weird. I love that. I wasn't really allowed cats when I was sort of younger because um, brothers allergic to them and then with dogs, I was allergic to dogs. <laughs> just, oh, you no. just couldn't, couldn't make it up. So to uh, wrap this interview, it's been really fun, by the way. So thank you yeah. for coming on today. <laughs> no problem. Um, I know you've used Spice Girls as your entrance theme. And me being a fellow Brit, I want to know who's your favorite Spice Girl and what's your favorite Spice Girl song? Yeah, so uh, when we were younger, we always would play the parts uh, and I was always Posh Spice. Um, I'm not really sure why. <laughs> I think it was because like I was the younger one of our family. So maybe mm. I got the last pick. I definitely don't identify with her, but I do love me some Victoria Beckham. Um, so like when I was younger, I was like Posh Spice, like ride or die. Still love her just because I liked her when I was younger. But I feel like maybe I should have identified more with Sporty Spice. Mm. But, uh, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> Wannabe, obviously, has to be my favorite song. It's a great song, not going to lie. 
Yes, it it's is. It's one of songs where I'm drunk. Like, I'll, if I hear it in the nightclub, I'm just like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Yeah, it's a hype song and everyone knows it. So there's like that iconic oh, laugh great. at the beginning. I had it on cassette. I'm that old. Um, so with the, the Kardashian intro that I mentioned earlier and something that you do brag about being the yes. official, unofficial fourth Kardashian, who is your favorite Kardashian? Uh, Courtney Kardashian, hands down. Not even a question asked. <laughs> Fair play. I don't watch it. I just thought I'd ask because I want to be different on the show. But um, not that I'm against reality. I love Jersey Shore. Just thought I'd throw that out there. I see the look now. I'm getting the, the evils. <laughs> <laughs> I just, the last podcast I uh, was on, she also didn't watch Keep Them Kardashian. So I'm thinking that needs to be a pre-rep question I ask. For me to appear, you need to at least watch one season of the show. Oh, yeah, this isn't this isn't getting retweeted by you, is it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it You'll have that. to watch that episode of my choice. Oh well, I've got that excuse really because it's like we're in lockdown at the moment. So okay. to wrap this up, one last question, and yes. I'd like to know who would you like to wrestle if given the chance to that you've not wrestled before? It can be someone currently. Um, on in AW or the Indies, someone that you've got an eye on, or if you want to go back in, you know, back in the past. I didn't yeah. know that very well, but you know what I mean. So basically, past or present, who would you like to wrestle and why? If you could pick one, um, female wise, I think I would like to wrestle Rhea Ripley. Um, I think she could possibly kill me. Mm. Uh, so I would like to try a different style, see see how I can work around her powerhouse strength. Um, on the guy side. I would like to wrestle Enzo Amore, uh, mainly because I would just love to really? see him cut a promo. That's... I want to see him cut a promo. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's, I didn't expect Pre-match. that. Pre-match. I really Pre-match. like Enzo, and I get shit for it if I mention it. Like, oh, yeah, he's I really funny, and I, miss, and I like, oh, I miss him. <laughs> you don't know anything about wrestling. I'll like, give it a rest. <laughs> yeah, see, that's, my, that's also one of the proponents that uh, brought reality to to light uh he was just so charismatic and he is the real one so mm. <laughs> i'm still waiting on the day for me to meet him but one day one day now that That'd he's on the text now that he's on the independence hopefully hopefully you can get tag team yeah. with him in the mixed match that'd be pretty good i would um, die i would literally be like dying the whole time i don't know if i would ever tag UK, in uh, not no, the UK, I sorry, I'm the UK. Have you wrestled outside the US uh, yet? I know when you yeah. debut, but then six months, it was pandemic happened, so you've not had the chance yeah. yet. No, I have not, but I really hope that once everything opens up, I mm-hmm. definitely would love to travel and go overseas, even to the UK. Um, uh, Australia is one of my one of my big ones that I'm gunning for, maybe Japan, uh, mm. but definitely want to hit those three for sure. That's great. So where can fans find you on social media? Yeah, they can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all under Maddie underscore Renkowski. That's M-A-D-I underscore W-R-E-N-K-O-W-S-K-I. If you can spell it, you can find it. In all of the bios of my social medias, you can find my Big Cartel merchandise website. Brilliant. I shall put all those details in the description. I want to thank you very thank much you. for your time. Um, yes. I'm looking forward to seeing you on AW tonight, as you've mentioned earlier in the podcast. Um, but for now, I want you to stay safe. And hopefully next time uh, we can do this. It's in person in the UK. But for now, take care. Yes. Thank you.